Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Bitcoin Noise Show. That's the Bitcoin Noise Show. Today is December. I can't talk. December the 12th, 2020. So that's 1212. 2020, all repeating numbers. Uh oh, Shemitah. Uh oh, come on, people. You believe that nonsense? One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. One day closer to an all time high. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Only the beginning, guys. Five digit realm. I'm offended by selling. Compete, don't complain. Buy and hold. All right. It's the Bitcoin noise show, not the Bitcoin news show, the Bitcoin noise show. So we're going to talk about the noise from the space. Yeah, we'll talk about steam it. It should be making a lot of noise, but it's not. It is noise, but it was quiet noise. Hello, my elite friends. If you have questions, I have answers. Type them into the chat. Do the super chat. Do Bitcoin Meister. Just get my attention. Bitcoin Meister or super chat. That It turns colors and then I see that. I don't see Adam. I don't see Adam Meister. I don't see Hanukkah Meister. Happy Hanukkah. It's the third night tonight. All right. So, But I'd be happy to answer questions. This week at Bitcoin, by the way, link to below. I'm going to put it in the live chat right now. It was great. Who was on the show? Nico was on. Keep It Simple Bitcoin was on. And Christian, these young bucks, they were ripping things up, baby. All right. They could teach you a thing or two. Now, I just want to remind everyone, make your own metrics to measure your system. Okay. Make your own system metrics. There are a lot of metrics that are out there. You can uh, measure yourself by, but come up with your own, come up with your own metrics. Okay. I heard, I forgot who brought that up the other day. But I found it inspirational. I, I'm trying to develop my own metrics, not generic ones that are out there already. I want to be able to measure myself in a different way. I haven't come up with it yet, but it got my mind going. So I wanted to share that. Now, social media and cryptocurrency. I have been interested in it for quite some time. Back in the summer of 2016, when Steemit came out, and I think Steam was like the number three cryptocurrency for a little while. And there were dudes like paying $4 for, for one Steam. Yeah, it was kind of wet. Even though we were getting it for free, I thought, well, maybe this, this would be great. They, they've come up with a social media platform and they pay people with their own cryptocurrency. They just have to improve the platform some. It's in beta. Well, it, it still looks almost exactly the same. It's You all know what happened. It's still out there. I'm right there. I'm a Bitcoin Meister still. I'm still getting steam. It's split into Hive because Justin's son, he purchased Steemit. And some people didn't like that. And eventually he was going to somehow incorporate Tron, Tron, the number 17 cryptocurrency, into the Steemit platform. Well, guess what? That day has come. It actually came like over eight days ago, 10 days ago, I linked to it below. I just found out about it, I think on Thursday. So there's an integration of Tron on Steemit now. Don't buy what you can get for free. You can get the freaking number 17 cryptocurrency on earth for free 
it is it's powering Steemit now. You post something on Steemit, you get Steam Power, you get Steam, and now you get Tron. Okay, and I I I, I was notified to this uh, when I I checked out my balance on my Steam and. It gave me this notification, create a Tron account and claim rewards. And it tells you to download the PDF with your Tron public key, public and private keys. If you don't do that, well, you're, you could lose all your Tron. But that's for the advanced person out there. I, I know most of you aren't even on Steemit right now. But the question that's interesting, will the addition of Tron to the rewards encourage more people to join Steemit? Well, so far, like no one's even talking about this. In theory, it should, but the product isn't that great over at Steemit. And they actually made it a little bit better over at uh, over at the the competitor one, which I can't think of its name. Hive. <laughs> Hive uh, actually, if you type in a a tweet, it actually shows the entire tweet. Uh, you just type in the URL. So that's that's a better interface right there. I like that. So there's your noise that wasn't very noisy that had to do with altcoins. I still want there to be a great social media platform that incorporates Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency and, and onboards a lot of newbies that way. And that was the dream of Steemit. Maybe Justin, Justin's son is, you know, they think, they, they say he's great. Well, dude. Pump that Tron that I'm getting for free, dude. And I, in all seriousness, I hope you do make Steemit a success. And I like that Steemit and Hive are competing. But clearly, if it didn't make the news, I don't know how many real people are even on Steemit anymore. I'm on, I post there every day these videos, including this video. Okay, it's, it's already over there. So I, I linked to some links below. Not everything's – if you're watching this live, not everything's linked to yet. That's linked to. Okay. Now – how to front run Bitcoin. Well, Adam, you, you, you're a trader all of a sudden? No, I'm not. But first of all, pound that like button. Michael Saylor made an announcement, which should be like all over the freaking world. But it's basically insider information. Never before has there been an announcement like before a dude bought, hey, I'm a rich dude. I'm about to buy $650 million worth of Bitcoin. I mean, th that's what he just announced for his company. My company is just a, is going to buy $650 million worth of Bitcoin. So you've got that knowledge that a lot of people don't know. And you, you got to understand, this is not the last time he's going to do this. So he, th there's your insider knowledge. To, you, you know that someone's about to make a big pur pur purchase. They haven't made the big purchase yet. Should you wait until they make the big purchase or should you do it now? Before they make the big purchase, there's your information you can uh, front run on. Okay, if <laughs> and a lot of you are going to say it's public information. It's public. It, the market hasn't reacted yet. Hardly, not that many people are talking. The normies of the world who are no coiners, they don't care. They don't know about it. Um, they could they could really benefit from such knowledge. And Nick Carter says, never before have we seen a whale publicly announce in advance. That they would be taking a position in in specific size. If you are holding now, this is another guy says, if you're holding cash in hopes that Bitcoin will dip further, you're playing chicken with Michael Saylor, and you're probably going to miss your shot. 
that's a good attitude to have, man. Uh, you've got the insider information. He's going to keep buying every single minor dip. I mean, it could be him that's just keeping it close to 19,000 right now on the weekend. I, I don't know. Um, but you do know this. He's buying $650 million worth of Bitcoin. What's most likely going to happen to the price <laughs> once, even if he gradually does it? <laughs> He's going to try to do his – Coinbase, did a, uh, they're buying for him again, I assume. Um, and uh, they're trying to ease him into the market, but how easy can you get? DJ Seafair sent $5. Thanks for the reliable content. I was aware of the Tron Steam. I'm beginning to post again. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's very good. DJ, you are um, up on this news, man. And so it affected you in a positive way. It got you uh, back in motion on Steam it, as the people were wondering. So, so very good for you. Keep getting it for free. We had, there's a there's a good a, a big fan of the show. Uh, he was here first today. I won't say his name. He's he's a good guy. Uh, but he says I bought a Bitcoin worth of Steam at Cryptopia. I lost a lot of Bitcoin there. Am I am in their lawsuit paperwork? And I said to him, dude, why why did you buy something for free, man? I just wanted to share your story because, uh, guys, when things are hot, like Steam was hot, but you can get it for free, it's a huge mistake. <laughs> he threw a Bitcoin at it and he lost it all. I mean, basically, um, don't you rely on Justin Sun here for this, okay? A, a Steam is like worth seventeen cents now or whatever it is. Don't buy it. Maybe he will change. Right now, he's giving uh, away the Tron on Steemit, which adds interest to Steemit, which adds interest for Steam. And perhaps he will uh, make uh, he will peg the Tron to Steam because, dude, I, I I would rather him give me a bunch of his Tron for the Steam that I have. Like, uh, I think I think for now that that, that would be a good deal because Tron is. Tron is well known, more more known than Steam. It's it's uh, not. I mean, it's number seventeen. What's Steam? It's on like the second page now of, of CoinMark. Anyway, let's not get into our alt. Look, I'm making a bunch of altcoin noise here. Okay, don't buy what you get for free. All right, I'm getting free Tron. I have free Tron now. I never had Tron before. Of course, I never had Tron before. I want to vomit to think if I even had it before. My my. Okay, Roman Q said my primary metric is asset allocation percentage. When it's payday, I have to quickly rebalance my portfolio back to 100% Bitcoin, baby. Pound that like button, dude. Uh, are the 2032 MicroStrategy uh, Bitcoin purchases priced in? <laughs> no, they're not. Now, I don't know if he'll still be buying in 2032. I mean, he he is Michael Saylor. I, I can't read the dude's mind, but he clearly thinks $18,000, $19,000 is like super duper cheap. For Bitcoin. Okay, like I'm trying to <laughs> he's issuing certificates to buy it and stuff, you know, issuing debt certificates that people are buying. <laughs> people he's printing his own money to, to to buy good for him. We talked about this on um on Fridays this week in Bitcoin show. So please watch that. And yes, Nico, what Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, but Nico is the next vortex. Pound that like button. All right. Now, <laughs> look at this. I'm wearing this is like Satoshi. 
it, you know, it's it's supposed to be a play on Moses with the Ten Commandments, with Satoshi with the one Bitcoin commandment there. Uh, get, get a little biblical here and there. It's Hanukkah, although Hanukkah is post-Bible. But okay, we're not going to get into religion. That's for tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's show is the Beyond the Bitcoin show. Now, children of celebrities have their finances managed in traditional ways, okay? You, you know those uh, 21-year-old, 25-year-old rich kid, celebrity, or, or just billionaire children? They're not managing their own money. They've got uh, financial planners, and that's great, all right? But do you think these guys, they, their financial planners are, are, are investing in Bitcoin at all? But what do you think the likelihood of some of these young, young kids, young wealthy kids, good for them, that they will find out about Bitcoin? And maybe they will fire their uh, financial planners. I, I think it doesn't hurt if you if you are from they're all on social media. You know, Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter. Um, <laughs> well, for, she, she's got a lot of money coming into her every month from the estate. She's quite an heiress. Um, but, and, you know, she's not managing it. She's got the, uh, the, the you know, the Jackson uh Family uh, management team, whoever that may be, you know, some some lawyer somewhere in L.A. Matt, and, and you know they're not they're not putting any of it in the Bitcoin. But how does she found out about it? How, how about someone of her equivalent uh, uh, financial worth uh, find, found out about it? That's young like that. It's, it's something to think of. The youngest heirs and heiresses are poised to inherit billions from their parents. More than a dozen of the 35 richest people, according to Forbes real-time data, have children under the age of 40. And again, these are the people that are alive still. There are plenty of people that have, have died that uh, their kids already are just swimming in their freaking money and the royalties from their, their music and whatnot that just keeps pouring in all the time. And it's only going to take a few of these people, either maybe they'll have a forward-thinking, long-term thinking financial planners. I doubt that. They probably inherited them also. But for them to fire their financial planners uh, to, to make a big difference, to, to start a new trend. Like, hey, why I, I want to manage, you know, you're investing in all these stocks and bonds for me. I, I've heard about this Bitcoin thing. Throw 10% in the Bitcoin. Uh, th throw the latest uh, – the latest uh, royalties from Thriller and beat it in the Bitcoin. Do it. All right. So I, 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 I'm hoping it's a trend in the future. Can't predict when. Um, you know, some of you are going to say, "Well, they're so spoiled they don't they don't care about managing their finances." There've been there've been some of these nameless wealthy people, children, who have recently said they want to give all their money away because they feel guilty about being rich. So if that can happen, why can't this happen? The opposite. They want to even make more money off of their – and then they'll make more money. They'll preserve their wealth and they can do – they can give that away later or something like that. Now, uh, when I, I was on uh, the Bitcoin group show after this week in Bitcoin on Friday, okay, Thomas's show, the original, baby, the original. I was on it, and uh, the British guy who was on with me uh, – I can't think of his name right now. But it's, it's, I'm sorry. It's, it's so late at night. Uh, he was shocked at my positive attitude. You know, we were talking about 2020, and I said, this is the best year ever. And uh, and he was just like, oh, you, you have such a positive attitude. He was very impressed. And 
I mean, yeah, part of part of being defiant, okay, is being positive and 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 not accepting the compliant beat down attitude. It's accepting the depressive narrative, the depressing narrative, okay? That is compliance right now. Now I'm not I'm not gonna rip on the dude because most people now are buying that compliant narrative. Oh, it's the worst year ever. And when you have that attitude, you're not going to be in motion. You're going to be willing to listen to whatever the people who want you to be compliant tell you to do. You're going to you're going to be willing to follow orders blindly. You're going to be down. Okay? Defiance is being positive. It's pride. I have pride in this year. I have pride in what I accomplished this year in, you know, buying Bitcoin on that day which was the, apparently the worst financial day of the year, March 12th and 13th. I'm proud of that. I'm proud that Bitcoin has bounced back. I've been looking forward to 2020 for so long. You know, I've been talking about 2020 having. Remember, long-term thinking, buy and hold, 2024 having. Well, I used to say that for 2020 having. We got here and, hey, it, it, people were a little down then because Bitcoin was still recovering from. But I knew. I knew. And look at, look now. Look now, it was everything I wanted and more. We're, we're talking $19,000 right now in, in December. It is so great. And it's the new, it's, you know, the, the sad new normal that mainstream media wants you to accept in the world. That That's compliance. For me, the new normal is 19,000 Bitcoin. It's like people are disappointed when it gets to 17,000 now. That is freaking awesome. I've been looking forward to this. So this year has been great and and look at me. I spit in the face of all the people that say to be compliant. I mean, that's what you can do in the Bitcoin overlay. All right. So yeah, compliance is being the victim. Defiance is being in motion and being positive and being happy. And it's it's just always great to have a great outlook on life. I mean, that's the summary. It, this is the way to live. All right. When you're in motion, you are living. When you're compliant, are you really living? Are those people, I mean, they're breathing, but are they living life? I mean, I've been traveling around this whole freaking United States of America. We're going to get to that in a second. And another thing about this year, uh, well, the last, ever since Bitcoin's been invented, uh, real assets, that's wealth, okay? Fiat, fiat, it's not wealth, all right? Fiat is, is a means to get wealth. And many people blow it on cars. That's, that's, that's not a real asset. Fiat is a way to get real assets. That's what I should say. Fiat is not, a, is not an asset. It's not an asset. Um, it's being depreciated. It loses value. It's losing value. You want to buy real assets. And unfortunately, the situation that most people are in, they can't afford real estate. All right? And this Bitcoin is the asset for the common man, all right? It protects your wealth. And this year, more than ever, the common man should have been waking up to that fact that Bitcoin is a real asset. You shouldn't be buying these cars and ridiculous things that immediately lose value, immediately lose value. And I understand, yeah, it's frustrating. You can't buy a house. It's a blessing in disguise, dude. It's a blessing in freaking disguise. You buy, if you bought... Uh, $4,000 worth of Bitcoin that day. Now you've got $19,000 worth of Bitcoin on, on March the 12th. But not many people had that attitude. Most people are down and compliant and we're scared. This is why you have a positive attitude. There's just the, the brighter side of things. You look on the bright side. The glass is half full, baby. 
now, uh, and I'm going to fill it even more uh, by spitting in the face of the compliant. <laughs> Defiance over compliance. Pound that like button. Now, yes, so yeah, in the inflation world, you need real assets for protection. And uh, Bitcoin is an asset that regular dudes can't afford, a, a, a fraction of a Bitcoin. And, and someone said, what's a, I don't know what the exact question was the other day. Um, I didn't write it down. I'm only barely remembering it. You know, what, what, aim for that one Bitcoin still. I'm still saying aim for that. That's the name of the usual show is the one Bitcoin show. You're, someone said, well, to be well off in Bitcoin, how many Bitcoin do you need? One. Let's say one. You, you're well off. You're well off. That's good. That's a good start. Two, you're really well off. Okay. Um, now, nah, I mean, elite, elite is 10, obviously. But let's well off is one. I mean, because if you just hold on to that one long enough, you're going to be able to buy a house with it. Uh, in theory, <laughs> you get my drift. Now, so don't, I, I don't want people to feel bad. Like, like God Almighty, you know, point one costs so much. It's going to take me to get so long to get one. Uh, I'm, I'm discouraged. No, no, don't be discouraged. Now, Tone Vase had a great tweet out there. That reminds us of what centralization is. It was made in irony, and some people didn't get it. He said, I strongly advise President Maduro to use the decentralized Ripple infrastructure with its uncensorable XRP currency instead. Uh, Ripple should also be able to provide client support in case he has any issues. Best of both worlds. Bitcoin is only for crazy maximalists. So what he's commenting on is that Maduro said that he's going to buy other cryptocurrencies or something. And if he actually were to buy Ripple, uh, you would quickly soon, soon, soon see how centralized Ripple is because the United States government would, would contact them and say, uh-uh, you're, you're uh, clawing that back from Venezuela right now. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it'll get censored real, real fast. Um, or, or if Iran buys it or something. Okay. And, it, and it's identified this, this amount of ripple, this address is, is that they'll find a way to uh, claw it back and you'll quickly see, uh, the true meaning of, uh, well, centralized and censurable on that side. But with Bitcoin, you can't do that. It's uncensorable and, uh, decentralized. All right. So very funny tweet from Tone. But I am, I'm very proud of Tone Vase because Tone Vase is living the freaking Bitcoin overlay, all right? Um, he's down in uh, D.C. tonight. There's some uh, rally de dealing with the, the election and, and all of that. And he can say what he wants to say. He can't be fired. He has freedom of speech in the Bitcoin overlay, all right? He shows that Bitcoin wins the uh, the war wins the I can't even think of the term I was a uh, the culture war Bitcoin wins the culture war right everybody's worried about left and right and this and that all you have to do is you have Bitcoin and you don't have to worry about fitting into any freaking culture fitting in is overrated pound that like button there are people you know Tone keeps on uh he's tweeting out uh, videos from the uh, from from dc and and all these uh people are calling him fascist and, and saying uh you know he they're going to stop following him 
Why should he care? He's in the Bitcoin overlay. You can't take his freaking Bitcoin. And he, I mean, this is just the example. All right. So I, I, uh, when you're in the Bitcoin overlay, you're free to protest any way you want to. Okay. Um, and so good for tone, good for tone for speaking. He has principles. He has principles. And when you have principles, there's no backing down from those principles when you got the Bitcoin, uh, backing up those principles too. So very good, very good job, Tone. Um, I, I don't, I don't think I agree with every single thing that Tone is saying about the situation. Um, but uh, I, I am so happy to see uh, him speaking his mind uh, and being able to point overlay, baby. Uh, and yes, peaceful protest. I like it. He's peacefully protesting. Uh, I, I just. Uh, I wonder when Congress is going to get some cojones. And uh, it was Congress has become the weak part of the uh, of the, the legislative branch has become quite weak uh, in the United States. But I guess that's for tomorrow's show. I can talk about that. And uh, all right, we'll, we'll talk about the the, the, the the presidential stuff tomorrow. The uh, Iran Brook show uh, that I link, that I'll link to below. I think I linked to it below. It's like from I, I just had time to watch the first half finally. And he talks about sacrificing the young to the old. And that's that's the situation in the virus, uh, that everybody wants to sacrifice the young for the old. Uh, it's it's amazing. And he is just sickening. He's sickened by how compliant everyone has become and that uh, – it seems like only 60% of the people need to be compliant. And uh, the the powers that be in all these different states can carry out these fascistic uh, orders. They are fascistic orders. They're for the good of the state. A dictator, without the approval of the legislative branch most of the time, says, no, you can be open, you can be closed. And it's to save old people because it is to save old people's lives. Young people are not dying from this. All right, statistically, young people are not dying from this. Uh, it is an ins- they don't want to lose the votes of old people. There, there's logic behind it. They don't want to seem like they're wrong. Oh, just in case one young person dies, they don't want to be blamed. I mean, we've heard it all before, but you cannot revolve society around its weakest members. All right, this is a quote I found. Uh, unless you suffer from the great liberal death wish, I actually hear people saying they'd like that the streets are deserted and everywhere is a ghost town. The nihilist dream of the end of capitalism is now at hand. Their secret cherished dream of a return to nature is about to be fulfilled, except when it happens, of course, all their little creature comforts will go with it and they will perish in the very primeval miasma miasma they were wishing on the world. Now, I don't think it's going to get to that level. But there are plenty of people who think that going back to a, a state of nature where you defecate in the woods, um, that that's, that's cool. They don't realize that, that that's not very comfortable, you know, going to defecate in the woods and using leaves. And that's what – when you get rid of capitalism, when you get rid of progress, when you focus – you know, I mean it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. The, the sacrifice that is – you know, we, we don't want uh, – let, let's no more schooling for young people anymore. No one can be out so that old people don't get sick. I mean, the simple answer is just old people and sick people just lock themselves up. It's so obvious, but the, the media and most people, they don't take time 
to understand the simple statistics that it affects sick people, unhealthy people, differently than healthy people, okay? Much different, much different. And if you, if you grasp that, then you can logically conclude, well, since sick people and fat people and old people are the mi small minority, they should you know, avoid things if they are worried. Some of them aren't worried and they're free to shut down the whole world, the whole economy, most of the economy. Your enemy, your, your, not your friend's economy, of course, because, you know, your, your friends in Hollywood, they, they could be open still. But the, the, the lady with the diner on, on, on La Brea, no, she can't be open. Uh, all right. Enough of that, that. So I have traveled many places and uh, during this situation, okay, and I've told you about the deals that I got. I mean, the, the, the plane rides have been really cheap. That rent-a-car was really cheap. The Airbnbs have been really cheap. I didn't sit down and say, oh, well, woe is me. I wasn't a screaming Karen. No, there were, there were literally screaming Karens and I guess Kens. Is that, is that the uh, male version? There were, How can people fly on planes? There should, airlines shouldn't even be allowed anymore. I mean, th there's fascism right there. The, the, the leader should outlaw airlines because that's a bad industry. Because I say it's a bad industry. <laughs> um, no. And oh, I lost my place there. Excuse me. <laughs> but I, I'm really proud of all, all the traveling that I've done and that I have been in motion. And, and it, during my life, I have traveled to sub, to foreign travel that is that these screaming Karens can't even dream of ever traveling to. Okay? Most Americans, they hardly even leave the country or they, they never leave the country. So I got it all in. I've been telling you for years, let's travel, let's have a fun time, be in motion, see the world, there are great deals out there. Now, um, we're getting to a point where there are people legitimately bringing up that international tra travel might be curtailed for quite some time. So that's why, I mean, you live your life. I lived my life in 2018 and 2017 and went to Chile, went to Australia, went to Israel, went to Africa, went to this, went to that and the other. And so I'm very satisfied in the international traveling that I've done. So if I can't internationally travel next year because I refuse to get an untested shot, I'm cool with it, man. I've, I've, I've done more traveling than those fat screaming parents ever will, okay, internationally, okay. I, I, I've already done that. Uh, but at the same time uh, – that's why you, I mean, you just don't give away. You don't lock yourself up for a year of your life for the greater good of old sick people that you haven't even, I mean, there's no logic behind it. And I mentioned this, you're only 22 once, all right? You're going to sacrifice your 22-year-old year for someone who's uh, 91 or someone who's morbidly obese and 72. I mean, it makes no sense at all. It makes no sense and statistically, um, it's it's insane. <laughs> I mean, you have to understand that you you're not you're not helping yourself. You're not protecting yourself if you're 23 years old and you're locking yourself up. All right, if you're some uh, peak performance athlete, I mean, any athlete. I can't believe some of these athletes are scared and everything on the college level. It's, 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 they don't, they're supposed to be college. They're supposed to be student athletes, but they don't understand statistics at all, do they? All right. Um, and yeah, with the money that I have, by the way, uh, if the international travel restrictions really get into effect with the money that I, I'll just bribe someone, I'll, I'll get a fake, uh, I'll get a fake ID that says uh, I got the shot or something like that. 
Trust me. <laughs> That's another reason. That's why you think long term and you save. I didn't buy I didn't buy some Lamborghini in uh, 2017. Instead, I'll be able to continue my regular lifestyle by bribing people if need be. Now, uh, all right. Now, what else? What else? So, yeah, keep on traveling. Uh, stand on principle. I'm proud that I stood on my principle. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's that's about it for that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't compromised any of my principles during this whole weird year that we've had, okay? I didn't try to fit in. You know, there were all these big – there, there's a, there's a certain segment of Bitcoiners. They were so happy that they knew about it in China before anyone else did. Oh, they were so smart. Look, and like, I think part, like, and then they panicked. And they just wanted to show like, hey, we identified a deadly virus in China. So we're going to keep on saying it's deadly, even though, oh, wait, it's not deadly for someone like me who's 27 years old or however old they, they were. Uh, so, yeah, I, they, they compromised. They, they became status. They became freaking status. Like they, they, they went with the compliant view. You know, we got to lock ourselves up because I found out about it in January. So uh, better go with the, the status flow here to just show how smart I was back in January that I found out. You know, Great, dude. You found out about it. In, I mean, I remember I, I, I heard about it back then, too. I was telling my grandmother on the phone. I was like, you know, you know, you, you might have to be careful later in the year if this thing comes to America and stuff. But did I become some uh, compliant bootlicker because I found that about? No, no. The thing that I'm as defiant as I ever was. Every day I become more defiant um, and, and refuse to, to, to try to fit into this panic prison type of situation. All right. Now, speaking about a guy who doesn't care about fitting in apparently, but he's getting attacked. Dave Ramsey. He gives financial advice and uh, – here we go. Someone said, despite a virus outbreak in November, Christian finance guru Dave Ramsey, and I think they bring up he's Christian just to like poke at him there. That's pretty low. But Christian finance guru Dave Ramsey calls masks a sign of fear, bans remote work, plans major in-person Christmas party for hundreds of staff this weekend. And dude, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. I retweeted that and I said, I support Dave Ramsey on this issue. He, he says, masks are a sign of fear. Yeah, masks are a sign of fear. They are a sign of fear. And uh, bans remote work. Okay, that's cool. You can run your business whatever way you want to. He, and he plans a major in-person Christmas party. Dude, party like it's 2019. Pound that like button, Dave Ramsey. Um, good for you. Very good. People are trying to shame you. I support you 100% on this one. All right. Now we'll leave that. We talked about Bitcoin winning the culture war. Yeah. And and, and the, the other thing, out, uh, well, I'm not going to get into that. We'll talk about that tomorrow with, with the, uh, the virus. I don't want to talk about the virus anymore. But yeah, hardly anyone breaks it down by age and health risk. Okay. It's just mindless fear. And uh, when you're when you are fearing, you you take the easy solution that is presented in your face, and it's it's not the right solution. Let me let me erase that so I don't uh, say that tomorrow. All right, finally, 
We're going to end with this weird Doug Casey related email that I got from someone else. The type, and I'm going to answer your questions. I see that there were some questions there. So I'm going to get to that also. The title of this email was that I received was buy and hold is. Oh, oh no, 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 no. The title was buy and hold is not going to cut it. And I was like, what the heck? What's this dude talking about? And it's just a guy trying to sell a newsletter or his advice. It's just, it's this appeal to authority. Need a manager. Can't think for yourself. Impulsive, magical strategy thinker type of dude. All right. Um, you know, th th this guy, I'm going to read you what he says, but out true outside the box thinking would just be like, buy Bitcoin and hold Bitcoin. All right. Buy and hold Bitcoin. But this guy can't grasp such a paradigm shift. He's into his stocks. And uh, so he says, buy and hold is a joke. Sure, it could theoretically work if you're still in your 20s. But if you're at or near retirement age, it's simply not going to cut it. See for yourself. For the past two decades, the market has averaged, talking about the stock market, has averaged 4.5% annualized returns. At that rate, it would take you 55 years to grow your wealth 1,000%. 55 years! That's why I created the three-stock retirement blueprint. <laughs> oh, the guruism. But the people love this stuff. They, they eat it up. It's a way to play just three stocks. Yes, just three, three for the chance to retire richer than you would trading all the rest of them or by using any type of buy and hold strategy. Okay, so how about this? Bitcoin has done better than that since 2015 and 2016 and parts of 2017. Um, it's it's over 20x, okay? So um, you, you can deal with your three stocks I say deal with one cryptocurrency. That one cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Buy and hold Bitcoin. You get interest on that with your crypto dividends, okay? There's all sorts of things. You don't need a guru to, to sell you his uh, three-stock plan and tell and give you impulsive ideas that long-term thinking is bad, that buy and hold is bad, that you need him. But most people want to hear that. They want a solution from a guy who... Uh, is selling some complexity, complexity worship, impulsive complexity worship. Okay, let us get to the questions here. Uh, Matt Eady said, will we see the Bitcoin rabbi on the show at some point in the future? Oh, you read my mind. He will be on December 25th, <laughs> Friday, uh, December 25th. It's a Friday this year, December 25th. Is a Friday, so I invited. Uh, I thought Bitcoin Rabbi would probably be free on, as I am on December twenty fifth, and I invited Brecky von Bitcoin on also. <laughs> so it, yeah, Bitcoin Rabbi will be on the This Week in Bitcoin show, uh, not this coming Friday, but the Friday afterwards, which is uh, December twenty fifth, and, and I, I don't know if a lot of people will be watching live that day because people will be with their families uh, celebrating something apparently. Uh, so Roman Q said, looks like we are still on track to have the virus resolved by inauguration day. <laughs> yeah, I guess with the, uh, with the getting that shot. Um, all right. 
And it's it's notable. Somebody asked me a question, asking me about a DeFi platform, trying to, but they didn't ask me the correct way. They didn't type in Bitcoin Meister. They're trying to prompt their their favorite DeFi. So they're very unfamiliar with the show, they, or they can't follow directions because they said type in Bitcoin Meister. But you should also know that I mean, this is not a DeFi channel. Even on the noise day, I'm not going to say, "Oh yeah, I heard all about that DeFi." Yeah, oh yeah. So the guy is uh, he's pumping it in the chat. These guys always think they can, you know, they they mention something in my chat. It's going to make a difference. It, it's not going to make it. You're like one of those uh, ego coin guys. You're like one of the egos. So no mention of ego coin today on today's show. All right. I still haven't dumped my ego coin yet. He's the uh, ego, uh, ego coin guy has still, uh, we, we got it for free. Again, I got that Bitcoin crypto dividend for free. And hey, watch last Saturday's show. If you want to hear about the, the next Bitcoin crypto dividend that's coming out. Rhombus was uh, last Saturday. I don't, I'm not going to talk about it again, because I'm just going to tell people to, uh, you know, use the freaking archives, people. Do your homework. DisruptMeister.com. You should have already watch last Saturday's show. All right, dudes. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Bang that bell button. Pound that like button. I'll see you tomorrow night, probably, uh, <laughs> again, for the uh, Beyond Bitcoin show. Thanks a lot, everyone. See ya.